0: Insight. Uh, this is episode 72 on the 12th of August. Because it's me, I can say the, the future date. Uh, <laughs> 11th of August for my uh, Northern Hemisphere friends. Uh, and you heard the little chuckle. I am joined by the good man, Cliff. How are you doing? I'm very good. Thank you, Charles. I'm good, good, good. Awesome. Your sleep patterns are back to normal, baby sleeping well?
1: Uh- Yes and no. Uh, She was good until yesterday. She's now TVing again, so it's all up in the air. (laughs) It's all a
0: cycle, isn't it? It's all a cycle. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And we're joined by by a very special guest, um, new to this podcast. We've got Davide. Um, How are you doing?
2: I'm all right. I'm all right. Just Ah. wake up despite living (laughs) in a place where it's uh, like 8pm? Yes, 8pm. I don't even know the time. I'm all over the place today. Hello,
0: <laughs> Well, thanks for getting up um and changing your your random schedule to to help us out today. I'm uh, glad to have you
2: uh, thanks for you for having me it's uh gonna be fun
0: yeah, awesome uh, do you wanna take uh, a minute or two to tell us about yourself and what you do and the things you get up to?
2: Oh sure. Do you have like five hours? No, I'm joking uh, almost uh, so, <laughs> so like i i'm I'm a person that make the makes things. On the internet, that no one like experiences ever. But like, <laughs> I make podcasts, I make games. Uh, I think that's it, actually. You can uh, you can find my stuff at well, you can find my game at at Davide, D A V I D E, A Fiandra. So uh, there will be a link. I don't need to spell it out. So yep. DavideFiandra. Itch. Io. Yeah. Itch. Itch. Io. Where I make weird games about sounds and light. They're not particularly good. They're very small, but, like, you can get them for, like, 50 cents. So oh, you cool. can get there and enjoy yourself. Uh, I also have uh, two podcasts. One it's Outward Advanced Text, when where we play weird adventure games and RPGs and just random stuff, and we talk through it plot point by plot point. We usually play very bad stuff. We don't set it up for it to be, <laughs> but, like... Uh, uh and that's com, And I also have like a weird Digimon comedy podcast where we just rewatch the whole of Digimon and then talk <laughs> about Dark Souls, which is going oh, yeah. digital at Going dot com. I think I think that's all. I think that's my main stuff. I mainly do yeah. stuff. And th- just stuff, me.
0: yeah. Yeah. Nice. I I like stuff. Yeah. <laughs> stuff is cool, I have to check out some of your games. I had a little browse of the website the other day when um Jeremy introduced us uh but yeah um I'm yeah, I'm curious to have a look
2: you you can also get uh and it's not on my itchio anymore because i like the game is sort of not under my control right now, uh but I also made Line Dash, which is on Steam, which is probably the game of mind that people like the most, which is about just bouncing line and dividing them and making points and listening to nice sounds. I'm not good cool. at explaining things. Let's talk about <laughs> game. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, cool. Um well, um there's a tradition in our podcast, uh Day, that we talk about the weather and Cliff was punished for skipping it last week. Oh. I was. <laughs> oh <boy. laughs>
1: yep. I so, absolutely was. The the uh, so. The Wrath of the Weather Gods came down and attacked me on the way to a wedding.
0: Yeah, that was some rain. That was some oh, rain for sure.
1: Man, those hailstones were so large, they were hurting when they were hitting me on the head. They were painful.
0: Yeah. It's because you've got no hair to protect
1: you. If you yeah, had like a nice <laughs> afro or something, it yeah. would. That would have been all right, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I was perched uh, under a bus stop for about 20 minutes. <laughs> did, did the wedding go all right? Yeah, it was, it was a really good day. It all went great in the end. I was very wet good. during the ceremony, but.
0: <laughs> yeah, wet suits don't yeah. go well.
1: No, nah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so what's the weather like now? If you want to repent and then share your
1: weather thoughts, <laughs> it's been okay today. It's uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's been fairly sunny, it's overcast in the morning, it's dry, which is good, it's not raining. So, hopefully, it'll be sunny tomorrow so we can uh, take the kids out, go for a walk in the woods. Nice,
0: uh, and W day, uh, Clippers in London. I'm not sure if you're near that close to him. So what's the oh, weather like yeah I'm, i
2: think i'm relatively close i'm like in Axbridge, which is basically just out London. yeah yep. it's been like surprisingly cold and i don't know maybe i'm sick i don't know like I've, <laughs> either i'm sick or I've been cold i'm not sure i'm not sure about reality anymore right now but uh yeah it's probably You're the right. same thought about the weather you,
0: where, you live in a virtual are you? world
2: where i'm where in I'm... new zealand oh okay
0: Okay. I'm a long, long way away. Uh-huh. So
2: probably the opposite of us, I guess? Uh, it's, so
0: supposed I, 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 it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. But last Saturday when it was uh, hailing in summer in London, it was uh, sunny. I was out in shorts and a T-shirt playing mini-golf with the kids uh, midwinter. <laughs> uh, so we actually had a cracker day last week. Um, it's been a little bit of rain this week, but it's looking like another sunny day today. Um, so spring is on the way. Uh, spring has sprung. The grass is ris. Spring um, yeah, is on the
2: way up. is the lesser known catchphrase from Game of Thrones.
0: Oh, is it? Okay, I don't know. No. Oh, there you I go. Mean, I get it. I, mean,
2: I, it. I, get <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> I took it took a hot minute to to get what you meant there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whereas it's permanently winter's winter's coming in in England. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, winter is coming. <laughs> winter's there for nine months, and winter's coming for three months. Uh, <laughs> I mean,
2: uh, winter... Britain is just like winter, like the, you don't get much else. It just, it's not coming. it's just here ever, always.
0: So you you have a bit of an accent there. Where's, where's home originally?
2: Uh, I'm Italian. I come from Italian. Italy. I came to the English-speaking world to study game design and to yep. be unemployed, which are my two main <laughs> passions.
0: Nice. Um, well, it's a lot warmer in Italy, isn't it?
2: Oh yeah, that's why I moved. the hate warm. I'm just like okay, you, know, so... <laughs> to you right came to the camp.
1: right country then. If you don't like the, like the good weather,
2: <laughs> like apparently it's like forty degrees now at home.
0: So it's cool. like
2: no, I don't want to be there.
1: No melting weather. That's no too much. You you have the same kind of weather as us, didn't you, Charles? Pretty much same. Uh, yeah, a it, bit warmer. I,
0: I think maybe slightly warmer for the. <laughs> We get a bit more tropical as you go north. I'm right in the middle of the country, and um, so we get hit by the southern blasts. But the uh, the northern parts of the country, yeah, maybe five degrees on average warmer. Mm. Uh, so yeah, New Zealand. It's a very mixed bag, from tropical to to arctic. <laughs> <laughs> Lonely little country at the bottom of the Pacific. Uh but anyway, that's our weather chat, our so catch up time. Um, news and stuff. There wasn't a whole lot um that I could see. Uh the one that kind of piqued my interest, I saw in passing, that the Paris 2024 Olympics are considering having esports um as part of that Olympics, which I guess we should start training and.
1: <laughs> get ourselves to the
0: gold <laughs> medal only chance well there's not much of a chance but it's the closest chance i've got to getting into the olympics i guess because i'm at <laughs> least associated with gaming um i don't know what are your it's, thoughts about this
2: it's weird isn't it because like you know obviously like football and stuff have sponsor and stuff but like football is football while if you're doing sports at the olympic you sort of have to support like a specific brand, like to have, you have to support like a specific game or whatever. Yep. Uh, it's, it's it's weird. Like it's uh, it's uh, yeah. I I don't have anything more profound to say about that. But I just it's <laughs> Would weird that your that like they if, if they want cooking? to do it they will have to like choose a specific company and brand and go with it and it becomes like this sort of like <laughs> huge publicity thing. Capitalism. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true.
0: Yeah, it, it, that's the thing. Like, if it brings money in, they'll do it. <laughs> um, but it's yeah, it's. But you make a good point. That how will they decide? That will it be specific games, or will they have a shooting, first-person shooter, genre, and there'll be five games, and it's like, you know, who does the best all round? I don't mm-hmm. know.
1: Um, Cliff, what do you think? Um, I think it's it's. it's a, I'm on that fine line. Like I, I I'm the kind of person about with sports. It's just like sports. I don't know. I find it a bit odd, <laughs> personally. For the yeah, yeah, I, don't know. I get you.
0: Because yeah. when I first saw, it, I thought, "Oh, that's kind of cool." that They're considering it, but now, I, now I'm thinking about it. Sitting down on my podcasting chair, I'm thinking, well. I get esports, and I'm I'm all good for esports, but it seems to cross a line when it hits the Olympics for some reason. I,
2: don't, I don't know. Like I don't see the problem. Like esports are huge, like m- bigger than some minor sports that are at the Olympics. So that's
0: true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that's the thing it just seems yeah. Um, it, it depends how they do it. If they do it right, then yeah, fair play, and good for gamers, people who aren't into sports. I'd be interested to see what games
1: they choose, if they do. Yeah,
2: yeah mm. that's going to be...
1: Well, they'll definitely be team-based, I think. Mm, mm. Probably team-based ones. They... Like, they'll probably be your standard ones, like your Counter-Strike, Go, Dota, things like that, stuff that uses a lot of strategy. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's weird it's a, it's an odd one what? it's well, gonna be interest.
2: Inter- it's gonna be interesting if then like they have the same like whatever or I, I i okay i will reveal that i know nothing about sports normally but like when i think <laughs> about sports i think about like middle-aged men with like gray hair talking about I don't know, footballs, the shape <laughs> of a football or whatever. Uh, so I would like if the same person just started talking about Call of Duty and just enjoyed the disaster than <laughs> ensued from that.
0: Yeah. Actually, that'd be kind of funny having the your standard sports commentators trying to talk about esports. <laughs> 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 they shot the guy.
1: <laughs> oh, he shot another man. <laughs> yeah, uh, that would be pleasant. fantastic. That uh, would be quite good. Yeah. It, it would be uh, interesting d- to see how they implemented it and sort of yeah. the uh, stipulation of, like, uh, how how to win gold and da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting. Be interesting. But uh, I, to be honest, like, as far as the Olympic goes, I'm still fighting to get skateboarding in, in the Olympics. Like, <laughs> that's doing my head in that that still isn't an Olympic sport. I'm just like... <laughs> I'm, I'm salty. I'm real salty about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a weird one, the Olympics. Because yeah, yeah, there are some sports that are like straight up sports and then you get the yeah, the fringe ones that just when, they don't seem to get recognised.
1: Well, they've got BMXing now, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's come like, on, man.
1: That's just. just
0: oh, Whatever. But it's not freestyle BMXing, is it? No, it's, nah, it's um, just it's it's racing. Race. Mm, yeah. So true. I guess that's different. I've mm. never heard of racing skateboarding.
1: <laughs> well, they do downhill racing, don't they? But On I not have. Yeah, I don't know. They did that. Yeah, downhill's dangerous, yeah, there was, man. There,
2: there was also was a game about it, which I discovered from a joke lore timeline of the Tony Hawk game universe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> really? <sighs>
2: yeah. Well, it's a pretty funny picture.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, see, I'm surprised that the Tokyo Olympics aren't trying to do. I thought they'd be more into um, bringing in esports or at least talking about it. Um, like, Go- uh,
1: well, Goku's the mascot? I, I, well, um, <laughs> you saying that actually, I think the Tokyo Olympics are bringing in esports in the next one. At the Tokyo no, so Olympics, I heard yeah. About that. yeah, I have like you saying that has pinged at something in my memory, and I remember seeing. That he was gonna be saying like, was he Starcraft? Was it Starcraft? League of Legends, maybe. It was one of them ones, but they definitely, definitely was gonna be there.
0: Okay, think... so they might be they might be toying with the idea. Mm. So, um and Paris is just considering it interesting. Um we'll do our research later.
2: It's hmm. <laughs> the it's it's the sports that you bring in, like does the nation com- I don't know what I'm asking this because probably you don't know either, but like, i I want also my phone going off, yay, uh, <laughs> but I wonder if it's like there's like a super national Olympic committee or if it's just like a nation by nation whenever they organize thing
0: I think it's a little bit of both um I think the organization has to approve it, but then um. I think the country has to has to be able to facilitate it. I guess. Mm. But, mm, that's yeah. fair.
2: That's I know fair, there's yeah. this big
0: discussion because, like, rugby was introduced um, this last Olympics, and it took years for it to be introduced, um, and it finally was. But it's only like seven aside rugby. Mm.
1: Um, it's 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 the 2022 Asian Games that's having it. It's going to be League of Legends.
0: Uh, okay. So it's not mm, the Olympics. not the Olympics, But, no, but I GC's. just think it's awesome that Goku is the what, the one of the mascots for the Olympics.
1: Oh, is he really? Yeah. For oh, Tokyo.
0: Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of like creating some weird kind of creature that all the other Olympics seem to make a mascot of, they're just using all the cool anime characters, like Sailor Moon and Goku are some of the lead mascots. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> <Pretty> <laughs> We're gonna get some really cool like Olympic badges and stuff with Goku on it i like japan anyway that's enough about uh, esports and olympics and off-topic stuff uh the other one that sort of relates to us and a lot of gamers out there um discord are uh, testing video chat and screen sharing uh which is interesting okay. so it could help with uh i guess doing gaming streams because you better maybe get like if you're streaming with someone you can use discord to help you get those images across and maybe make it easier. I think it's just cool that they keep developing stuff and adding to that platform.
2: So I I, I looked at the article and I wasn't sure about what it was that like, is it literally like screen sharing with no delay instead of Twitch, which has like set delay?
0: I think what it was, I think it's so in the voice, it's to go along with the voice chat, so you can share, share screen with people in your voice chat. So it's not like publicly sharing it.
2: Yeah, yeah, I get it, but like, I wonder if uh, they manage to like get it without delay, because um, that would be useful.
0: View, yeah, yeah, I thought team viewer can, so I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, I'm, they seem to do quite well with their voice, um, the voice, and no one likes Skype, so having video option <laughs> would be good for Discord. Um, yeah. I mean, mostly yeah, because like
2: I, I have tried to do, like, uh, I don't know, streaming-like content, except this was, like, before streaming was a thing uh, yeah. with person people in remote, and uh, that never quite worked, because if they're sort of, like, looking at your Twitch, then there's a delay, <coughs> and it's com- complicated. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. this function could be pretty cool if you actually can get, like, can yeah, live stream to you. game to mm. people doing stuff with you
0: live. Yeah, yeah, I think it's cool um that's yeah, adding those options in. And yes, I can attest to the difficulties of being on a stream chat and have only watch being able to watch the video with her. the rest of the, the viewers. Uh we did it two weeks ago with Jeremy for yeah. Jala Aid. And it was it was ridiculous. Like we were supposed to be helping Jeremy make decisions in the game, but we're like fifteen seconds behind. So yeah. he had to keep waiting for us. Yeah, whenever
2: I do it, I used like the um, multi chat function of Skype, which you only get if you pay. And then like I I had to do like really complicated stuff because I also was (laughs) not streaming, I was recording. So I had sort of like a cable that was a jack and another jack and sort of attached one, I think literally like one in the headphone and one in the microphone of the same computer. And it was like a really weird thing. Uh, not surprisingly, i did that like one time and then i stopped trying to do that because it yeah was work
0: workarounds impossible. are the, yeah yeah workarounds aren't fun um uh, yeah speak about workarounds i actually tried i've got an algato um h d sixty um and i tried using the h d m i mini display port on my mac <laughs> to h d m i to my algato sixty Back into my Mac to record it, yeah. didn't like it, It <laughs> did not like it at all. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I had like echoes and the audio was weird. I don't know what was going on, like it was, re- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not a good plan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, No Man's Sky Clift. Did you chuck that
1: in there? I did indeed, yes. Um, I'll leave that. Obviously, it's been, oh, yeah, I believe it's their anniversary. So I would that say year, what, yeah. a year, yeah. So yep. this is their, you've had the Path founder and the Foundation major updates, but this is their first serious update that's added on to what was there before. And by all intents and purposes, if it delivers what it say, it can deliver, we should have a fairly different game as to what we had before. Uh, Mm. uh, There's a lot in this update. Bear with me. Let me just take one of my headphones out because I can't hear myself talking and that's quite frustrating. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So there's quite a lot. I'll I'll quickly breeze through some of the stuff that's in here um, in the update. So uh, update 1.3 Atlas Rising. Uh, A new story. In Atlas Rises stories, the fabric of existence is starting to falter. Mysterious new interdimensional race have appeared. Glitches are causing ancient portals to activate. Our story brings new context, quest system, and branching narrative to No Man's Sky. 30 hours of new story content. Double the lore and interactions of the existing game. Discover the truth behind the abandoned building logs, the world of glass, the sentinels, redemption of Gek, and the meaning of the sixteen after waking titan atlas arises so basically they've added a new story campaign hopefully it does what it says cuz uh, obviously the, the the story before was a bit meh. it was a bit meh so i'm i've reinstalled it i'm very intrigued to go back and try it out just for this story content yeah same but there's uh, gone
0: is it released? When is it releasing?
1: Uh I do believe it's out now. Cool. Uh introducing
0: I like that poster. Actually I've clicked on the link. That poster they've got looks awesome. Like the propaganda kind of um Atlas uh, rises update.
1: Oh, with the guy stood on his ship looking out.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a cool yeah, little it's very, very
1: cool. Mm. I'm pretty sure yeah, the update's out now. So you, you the update's out now. But Have yeah, they got pro um support? I think they had pro support before for 4K, I do believe.
0: Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, hey, man, Scott. Yeah, because the new aliens are cool.
1: They, uh, what, the new race?
0: Yeah, yeah, there's a couple of new races. There's like the triangle robot dudes, and then there's the, the taller humanoid-shaped aliens that are different than the existing ones. Yeah, see, so yeah. yeah, I'm an apologist from the original game. Like, it, yeah, it was... I, the, I liked um, it. It, it, was it was simple, it was, but yeah. I think what I thought it would
1: do. Mm. I think the problem was, is because poor old Sean Murray, he said a lot of things that clearly weren't true. <laughs> and he really shot him shot him in the foot because of yeah,
0: that. Yeah, I think, well, to be honest, I think Sony might have helped in that shooting. Oh, they, certainly
1: threw, they certainly threw him under the bus as well.
0: <laughs> well, well that was, that, they that, would have been pressured to get it out they were just like it's got to go out now mm. um but to be like that's the thing it's just ridiculous we've talked about before how angry people got yeah
1: the reality I mean, was
2: there stu- still are angry like just <laughs>
0: read they, oh, whatever. Yeah. just read whatever like
2: twitter comments for for the for the new patch or whatever and there's like people still like <laughs> Being unrationally angry yeah. about just a game that maybe yes. didn't have some feature—fucking ridiculous! The internet, it yeah. it, it is. It is so
1: ridiculous. It's it's beyond. I I know exactly what you mean because when Sony put the um, sort of the uh, advert out for it, and I was looking through like the Twitter feed, and people are, oh, game still shit, game still shit, or oh, it's bollocks, or oh, too late, too late, or oh, it's like really, you, come on, man, like. <laughs> They're, they're a team of twelve people. They've got twelve people for Christ's sake. They're not yeah. like Bungie with three hundred people or anything, are they? For, uh, what do people want? Like, uh, uh, it, it drives
0: me mad. It is ridiculous, um, yeah. and we saw this with Hellblade. I won't get into it, Cliff, because I know you don't want to. But, <laughs> but well, just people <laughs> making blanket comment comments mm. about um, about the game. Like, well, I'm not playing it now. It's like. You don't even know the game. Like, give it a chance before you make a decision based on one announcement or one feature. Like, um, yeah, I, I think it's ridiculous that yeah. people are not giving No Man's Sky a chance. Like, this is awesome. They could have just gone, okay, people don't like it. We've made our money. We sold it. Screw them. I'm we're running with we're running to the hills with our money. Our bags I of mean, gold. Even, that they if, earned.
2: even if you don't want to give it a chance, like it was a year ago, like. If you dislike the game, why are you still obsessing over fucking tweets <laughs> about this
1: update? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes. But like, but no, the fact is that the developer said, okay, no, we want to improve this. Yeah. They've, they've spent the money they've earned that they could have just taken and
1: to put make a lot this of game work into it for free. <laughs> mm, exactly. The update's free. They've put a hell of a lot of work into it. And... As I say, they're a small team. It takes time for them to build this stuff. You just got to... If you don't like the game, fine, whatever, don't play it. But you don't need to sit there just, like, bitching off a team that are clearly working hard to improve the game for the people that still want to enjoy this game. Yeah. They promised that they would improve it, and they are. So uh, people just need to get off their high horses, I think, really. Yeah. And
2: and it's different to just whatever, the game schema out comes out, everyone will talk about it. Sure. I mean I still think the anger that they had at the time was like unreasonable. But yeah. like still, sure, go on Twitter, say it's bad, whatever. But like this is not like another game has come out. This is literally an update that they made <laughs> yeah. because some people like the game and some people would you like did. to have more feature in this game.
1: Mm.
2: Why do you have why do you still have that anger? You
1: yeah I, I, it
2: don't is ridiculous.
1: I, I, I just don't get it yeah it's yeah it's well, completely uh, cl- completely irrational
0: but you, uh, you won't notice um uh, david a, is i my son likes the game <laughs> and his birthday's in january so this was six months ago and he asked for a no man's sky themed cake and i make oh. cakes uh, and i made a no man's sky themed cake and so i tweeted it at the um at the developer um saying look look yeah my son loves no man's sky um And this is the cake I made for him. The amount of stupid comments I got from (laughs) people. (laughs) I got, like, comments. And I knew it would happen, so I I was kind of keen to do it for that because I thought it would be a little funny. They weren't too bad. Like, they weren't too, too bad. But, like, some of them were like, oh, it looks better than the game. (laughs) Things like that. Like, no, it doesn't. Like, it's a cake. It's completely different (laughs) than the game. But I think I did a good job of the cake. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah. (laughs) It's Some just people funny are so, how
1: they're just so bitter. It's just like, get over it for crying out loud. It's
0: what what I was happy it was with, there were was the was still there was
1: more positive
0: comments than negative,
1: to be honest. No, that's good. Um, that's good. Yeah. It's probably because you mentioned that it was to do with your son. <laughs> people don't want to go out there and start a <laughs> like, know. Child, You'd like, hope using, so, but the internet's yeah, pretty bad.
0: The <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. well, internet anyway. doesn't have a filter. So, well, that. That is a very small part of this update. This update is pretty huge. Um, I'm just going to go over a couple of things quickly.
0: Yeah, yep, I'll yep. just
1: go over, I'll just quickly read a few of them. Uh, oh, Crash Raiders. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, so you've got, right, next thing on the line, Galactic Regeneration. Uh, regenerated system adds wealth, economy and conflict levels to star systems to control the galaxy map has been overhauled, improving navigation and providing access to key information Install galactic technology to be able to filter the map by life form, wealth, and economy. Improve waypoint in, and navigation improves your journey. So obviously you can now filter your maps, which is awesome. Wealth, economy, life forms. Very, very good. New worlds. The variety of the planetary biomes have been improved. Explores Explore rare, new, exotic planet types as you journey towards the galactic core. So we're going to get new planet types, which is awesome. Crash freighters discover and scavenge lost cargo from gigantic crash freighters on planetary surfaces. Use terrain manipulator to excavate buried resources in the region. Complete salvage missions for guild rewards. Uh, mission system: Visit your new mission agent in the space station to pick up unique and rewarding tasks. Missions are constantly, constantly generating, cater to all play styles for scanning, trading, combat, and exploration. New NPC. Will NPC guilds have been introduced, each with standing and objectives. So, uh, yeah, we have guilds now and mission a- agents. Interstellar Trading. Uh, I won't go into that, but it's. it's they've overhauled even more <laughs> the, the trading system. There's a lot there. They've improved the Analysis via, Visor. Analysis Visor has been recalibrated to show more information and offer better rewards when scanning. That's, uh, if you look at the pictures, uh, overhauled user innovation, new mission log allows you to view pending missions and decide which ones to track. Uh, And you've got journey milestones in there as well. That is a complete little overhaul. Uh, Visual improvements. Depth of field has now also been added as an option in photo mode. Very cool. Let's get some nice photos. We like photos. Uh, Numerous environmental props and assets have been improved with high-resolution textures, making environments seem even more high-fidelity. Terrain editing. (laughs) This is a very cool one. Transform the ground beneath your feet using the new terrain editing multi-tool enhancement. Add or remove terrain to mold the landscape as you see fit anywhere on the planet. Choose from a number of materials, shapes, and sizes to sculpt your unique creations. From terrain around your base to make it feel part of the environment, which is very, very cool. So instead of destroying now, you can also create land. So you can start sculpting the planet how you want and make homes and stuff, which is very, very cool. Uh portals. Ancient portals can now be activated. Revisit previous planets, other bases, or jump randomly to new worlds. Learn the language of portals by unlocking mysterious glyphs as you journey through the universe. Interact with a portal and input specific combination glyphs of the quick travel to a specific planet. Uh, Share glyph combinations with the community to help others travel quickly to specific planets and points of interest, which is very cool. Space combat, improve space combat to make it feel better, basically. Uh, Low flight mode as well. So uh, atmospheric low flight assist now allows player to cruise above the terrain as low as possible which is very cool oh cool <laughs> yeah very very cool uh, warning crashing into objects will cause damage to your ship if your ship is destroyed you'll need to repair it before leaving the planet so don't go flying into any big rocks
0: <laughs> you know I'm going to do that like that's one of the first things I want to do now <laughs> what
1: fly your ship into a rock <laughs> yeah I want to see it crash <laughs> but then you're stuck you... <laughs> you gotta go and oh, fix sorry. your ship then uh, yeah. <laughs> and we have the start it's this is the they, they've said this is very basic at the moment we've only got orbs to represent players but we have joint exploration glitches in the simulation have begun to appear visualised by strange floating orbs up to 16 players can see and communicate with another with one another and explore the universe together. While interaction with others is currently very limited, this is an important first step to the world of synchronous co-op in no man's sky. Sky. (laughs) While interaction is very limited, VoIP allows proximity-based voice chat with other nearby explorers. Use portals to quickly travel to more populated planets or to meet up with friends. So they have now laid the grounds for co-op no man's sky which is very cool. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it's very, as you say, it's very basic at the moment, but this is the first step to having that synchronous play that everyone wants, which is pretty fantastic. Pretty cool. Uh, new which ships. sounds like they're adding in a lot of the stuff that was uh, talked about initially. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, new ships. Obviously, we have more new ships quality of life stuff there's a lot of quality of life stuff and then the patch notes so that's just a a rough gist of the main big bits it's a very substantial patch and i think it's gonna give the game some great needed new life and i think by the looks of things by looking at twitter and stuff as well it seems that it is bringing a lot of old players back to retry it again because they've sort of added a lot of stuff that people wanted from the start. So it's bringing a lot of people back, which is fantastic. So,
0: yeah. What? What's, Man, what's... I'm just looking at a video oh. of the land, land editor, the uh, terrain editor. It's awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, that terrain editor is really, really cool. It just, like, spits out, like, rock wherever you point it and stuff. It's very, very cool. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Although there's
0: going to be lots of um, interesting, <laughs> yeah, inappropriate we know. sculptures made. <laughs>
1: but that's half of the fun. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, flying into a planet that someone's, and you fly and you're like, what's that? And someone's crafted like a big giant penis on the planet. As you're flying oh, through. Oh, what's the, oh okay then
2: <laughs> I mean give it like a couple of hours and that would be all the planet, I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah, all,
1: the, all 7 trillion of them <laughs> also, yeah all 7 trillion all have a giant penis on them <laughs> uh, it's brilliant I'm, I'm really impressed with the work they've put in um, uh, yeah just good work good job to Sean Murray and his team very impressed oh, yeah. yeah yeah very impressed
0: the only thing that would have saved him them- Two words could have saved them some of the grief, though. Early access.
1: People seem to be very <laughs> yes, forgiving absolutely. of early access. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, very much so. But I don't if think they just... when they came around, it weren't really a thing, was it? Really? Not not in Sony anyway. No. Yeah, I, I mean, it
2: was a thing, but, like, no one really does it on console or a least for AAA release. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah it's okay.
0: it, X- Xbox seems to have a few early access before Sony does <laughs>
1: Yeah, Sony don't really like doing it. They they outright came and said that they didn't really want to do early access, but now they've I think they've turned around on that because we started to see a couple pop up now. So, <clears throat> like Ark, the, like most broken game on console, yeah, was early access. So it's a lot better now, and it's a lot mm. more stable now. Well, that's reaching final release soon, isn't it? I think I think it's sometime this year. <clears throat> yeah,
0: it, it's just if. If they just waited a year or if... Although that said, if they waited a year, they may not have got the game to where really they've got it now because they've mm. learnt lessons, they've got feedback. So maybe, yeah, they should have just done it early access. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed the game for what it was originally. I, I, I did it. as
1: well. I, I finished it. I put about... I think I must have put about 50 hours into it.
0: Yeah, I would have done maybe 20. Um I I did burn. I didn't necessarily burn out. Just other games came out that I needed to play, but I enjoyed what I did. Um, it was still wondrous flying through space and the different colours, the
1: and everything was awesome. Yeah, just uh, the the for me, the just flying in and out of pl- uh, the planets. it was just something that didn't really get old for me. I I enjoyed yeah. that every time, just taking off and flying into the stars. <laughs> Just yeah, yeah, I sat my dad down
0: who doesn't know games at all and like, look at this dad, I can fly between planets. And he's like, he's like 78. He's like,
1: what? Like, what are you doing? Davide, did you sort of, did you get into No Man's Sky at all?
2: No, I never actually got it. Like when it came out, I still didn't have a computer that could run it. Mm. Uh, now I have, and so I su- sooner or later I will try it, but no, I never played it yeah I-, I have to say that when they showed that like you go around and shoot stuff and like get resources, I sort of lost my interest in it. Mm. I sort of just wanted a game about going into cool looking planets and working on them, and when you add like shooting and mining on it, I sort of am less interested in it,,
0: right, okay. Yeah, I like the exploration. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not as keen on the resource gathering mm. uh, when it becomes a burden. But I, I believe the previous update made that less of a burden. Mm. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So yeah, good stuff. I think we're we'll spending enough cool.
1: time. Very cool. Very cool. No man's
0: sky. Cool. Um. We're ready for games? We've been playing.
1: Mm.
0: This. So. Uh, Guess the other day. Uh, do you want to talk to us about a game you've been playing?
2: Uh, sure, I will uh, start with the one that's more interesting, because I also have been playing a factor of Hearthstone uh, lately, but, like, who cares about that? But, <laughs> I'm... Sorry, I'm gonna drink a bit of water, just in a second, because my truth is really... Okay. So I'm here to... To finally... Uh, whatever. So... Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to talk about Metal Gear Solid 5 so you don't invite me anymore to the podcast. because <laughs> I think everyone in the world likes that game and I've been playing it in uh, in the last month
0: and I think it's really dull. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you like the other games in the series?
2: Uh Liking is a big word. I don't think they are dull, like they are all over the place and weird and they don't make much sense, but I pretty much enjoy them all. Well, I enjoyed all of the mainline one. I haven't played four and I think the portable one are just not that great. Not particularly good. But like, I, 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 again, like like is a big word, but I, I will play a Metal Gear Solid too. It's uh it's a game that I can play through the end and be interested in it despite thinking that it's a bit of a mess. But
0: Okay, so yeah. Okay, so I, I
2: don't think I have to describe Metal Gear Solid 5 because everyone like knows what it is. Sorry, were you going to say
0: something? I was just saying that, yeah, so you're not a big fan of them is is yeah. I, I
2: mean it's uh it's not really about being a fan or not. Like I grabbed Metal Gear Solid 5 because I played the other Metal Gear and, I, you know, they were interesting. They were fun in their own way. I don't think they're, like, they work as holes, but, like, they're, they're, they're something that I'm, I am happy I've played it, if that's, that conveys more what I feel towards them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, am, I, I, I don't think I will go. I, I'm, right now I'm sort of about Mission 25 or so in Metal Gear 5, and I don't think I will keep going playing it. Uh, so unlike the other metal gear first of all like the good things of the game is that it looks fucking expensive like it has <laughs> a whole, like that whole first intro where they use assets that they don't use anywhere else in the game it's like i you know i may disagree with konami just stopping making games and just making pachinko but god maybe they were right they by just kicking Kojima out because that's not that's not the way that you spend money in a game by just making this <laughs> huge intro that has no relationship with anything else in the game and it could have been skipped. but whatever, it looks cool, so that's, that's fun at least to see uh, and the core, like the core gameplay is like it's solid, like the stealth thing works the. Whatever, like the controls are responsive. Everything yeah. seems to work. My problem, my main problem with the games, uh, is that, like, I. So they they have lots of systems to in, to like, to make the player approach it in different ways. Like the enemies adapt. You know, if you use so much a thing to like, if you use tranquilizers so much, they start getting helmets and stuff. I don't think any of that works because all of the game, like, and I've got through, like, I think midway the Africa map, all of the game really feels the same. Like, it feels really undesigned on a level perspective. Like, every level, is just, every mission or whatever is just like, here's a small village with some huts and just, you know, advance a bit, put one to sleep, foot on the guy, and rinse and repeat for, like, two hour, and again that sort of works for the first couple of hours but at some point it just feels i just feel the lack of uh, you know of gimmicky level of stuff that's a bit more uh, stuff that varies a bit the play uh, it's the game doesn't really have any bosses or at least the one that it has are really really bad It's uh I don't know. It just ended up feeling way too samey for me to continue. There are also other problems like the the whole mother base mechanic feels very unnecessary and has like a huge problem of UI bloat. In that, every time you have to get an upgrade and equip it, you have to go through like ten menus, and that's I don't know. I know people that love the stuff, but. I just don't think that going through 10 menus to just get a new gun is fun. Uh, yeah, full turning, I, I, have, I had a big problem with full turning since the PSP game, because I think it just removes a lot of the... Putting putting guards to sleep, it's a good mechanic because it should be a trade-off. Like, you put it to sleep, which means that they cannot find the corpse, but you get the you know, the, the con of not, you know, of it waking up at some point. So you, you have to think about it. But when you, when you put tuning in, you always have this best solution to everything, which is just putting someone to sleep and then getting rid of him with a little balloon. And I think that just removes a lot of tension and depth to playing a stealth game. But uh, it's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is fun. Like, uh, it, it's fun. I, I love that you can Fulton, like, tanks at some point, And it's like, oh, yeah, this is, this is fun. But, like, you, when you actually you faltened... start using it in the stealth gameplay, it just...
0: Yeah, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Have you Fultoned um, one of the big shipping containers and sat on top of it?
2: Oh, no, I haven't done that. I know that yeah. you can, like, go back to the base by doing that
0: or something. Yeah, you can exit a mission that way.
2: Yeah, that is that is pretty cool. I mean, it has, like, it has cool moments. I really like the soundtrack system. Like, I, I think I just resisted as much as I did because I wanted to find all the cassette tapes because I think it integrates music in a very intelligent way. Like, it, I don't know, at least personally, like, whenever you put music on with that system, it just makes me want to play, you know, together with the music, and that's really cool. Yep. I just think it just... It just, to me, just lacks any kind of variance. Like I, I am myself, I'm not a huge fan of open world game, especially like AAA open world games of like the last decade, because I feel they feel very, they're they're not really games about the world. They're games about, you know, doing missions, but they are in a world. This moves a bit away from that in that there's lots of system that makes you want to approach things organically. But again, suffer from, at least to me, the main two problems of every location is just, like, a bunch of hats that at it around. And the game has, like, this pretty much always better way of uh, of dealing with it, of, like, sleeping people and full-toning them. And that's sort of, like, the best way to approach every situation, despite the game giving you, like, a like hundred tools that I ended up really never using. Uh, I think there was one cool mission, like, the mission where you have to sort of, like, stop, there uh, there was, like, this one mission where there's, like, lots of tanks, or whatever, or trucks, or whatever, going to different places, and you have to stop them. That was fun, I wish there were more of that, but up until I played it, there isn't more of that, it's just more getting to a place, getting to point A or point B, and there are even, like, some changes, like, at some point you have to follow someone... But unless you give me something literally very much different to deal with, the the base approach of flipping someone and full turning them is still the best way to approach it. And that, I don't think that's even bad if you couple that with like some more interestingly designed level. Like Metal Gear at its basis has always been, I like to describe it, Pac-Man, like stealth Pac-Man. Because
1: oh, yeah. Metal Gear 1, <laughs>
2: Metal <laughs> Gear 2... They don't really ask you to approach it organically. They're just like, oh, this is a labyrinth that you don't have to be spotted by the guards. And they're fun. Like I think that's that's Metal Gear at its best. And by having this open level and this like this sort of villages with huts, you sort of lose part of that pleasure. And I don't think there's enough there's enough other stuff to sort of balance losing that. And I just ended up a bit in, in, uninterested in the game. Uh, the enough. plot is totally bonkers, and but you know that's to be expected in Metal Gear. I, given that I'm probably not playing it anymore, I ended up like reading up on the plot, and there's like, I, you know, obviously I don't want to spoil anything, but like some of the uh, some of the things that happened are really silly, and I wish they were <laughs> in a better game. <laughs> Oh, also, I forgot to say, quiet is like it doesn't, it doesn't make it, it doesn't properly explain it when you see it in like an article or photo. It's very uncomfortably naked. Every time she was on screen, I was really uncomfortable. Yeah, Uh, I I chucked
0: her in a full full jumpsuit as soon as I could.
2: Oh, I just (laughs) went around with the horse because the horses it, it,
1: the it's, it's even worse when you're in the helicopter if you leave it for too long like she does like she bends over and like sticks her ass in the camera almost and stuff sometimes it's like oh really it, it, it's it's oh, super it's, uncomfortable yeah although <laughs>
2: like though although the one scene where they explain to you that she drinks through her skin just like made me laugh a lot because that <laughs> stupid it
1: yeah, is. but, so that's but you will feel bad about yourself when you know why she's half naked <laughs>
2: I feel bad about myself because I'm playing a game with like this half-naked woman bending over.
0: Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, I agree. But yeah. she is a very cool character outside of that. <laughs> outside
1: of her clothing. And the, the the is it Stephanie Houston who plays her? Stephanie Houston. I, don't know. I yeah. think it's yeah, Stephanie Houston. She's awesome. And by the looks of things, she's going to be in his next game as well. By the by the looks of things she's uh, she's very cool. she's A yeah, very cool chick, yeah.
0: But yes, she's a cool um a helper though. Like her sniping people as you walk through a, an area is so much fun. Like you just sneak through an area and just people drop around you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but... I tried it. I tried it, but then like
2: then I have to walk. They don't particularly want to walk from place to place in that game.
0: <laughs> you calling a calling a Jeep. I'm
2: just I I like when I stopped playing, I, I I basically was just at the point where I could call in Jeep. So uh,
0: okay. most
2: of the time I was just like going around on horse.
0: For for me, um previous Metal Gear Solids, like Metal Gear Solid 4, especially, I really liked and story wise it was it was awesome, especially the ending. But the that game you get given a lot of weapons uh potentially to use, and I used absolutely none of them. Whereas Middle Gear Solid 5, it's the first, for me, it was the first Middle Gear Solid where it gave you all these weapons that I actually used. Mm-hmm. I like, found I used a lot of these tools a lot more. So, yeah, the freedom to be able to do random stuff. And yeah, your horse and can like, poop.
2: And, and, and that, like most of the people that I talk with, sorry if I cut you off, but most of the people that right. I talk with approached it that way. I I don't know. I'm just weird. Like I never felt the need to use anything that's not sleeping dart and full turn. I like my experience is that just that's so much better than everything else. But again, maybe it's just me being weird.
0: Well, no, see, I'm the same because I I do middle gear solid games without killing, and I started five with that. But I we talked about this on our middle gear solid five spoiler cast. Well, was that two years ago now? <laughs> A long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I talked about yeah that the fact the actual gameplay and the narrative bled together for me. I actually changed my style of play for a Metal Gear Solid game because yep. of the way it was presented. Like it made me act more like Venom Snake because because it got repetitive, I guess maybe. And I thought that mm. was quite clever, but maybe that was just the way I approached it, and I read into it too much <laughs> um yeah go blow some stuff up you'll have some fun again
1: <laughs>
0: but you can do crazy stuff like i don't know if you know you can actually drive a truck and actually throw smoke grenades inside the cabin, and yeah. guards won't be alerted because they can't see you
2: <laughs> oh that's that's nice yeah yeah there's still like lots of neat details i just wish there were actual levels in the
0: game have you made your horse poop and make a car skid out yet?
2: Uh, I made it poop. I don't know what's the second thing that you said.
0: Oh, uh, you can make cars skid out on on the poop. So, like, if you're there's one mission where you've got to oh, okay. like get a prisoner, and you can rush, and as you get close, they um, they chuck him, they move the prisoner. It's the leading up to the. I think it's the, the is it the, the bumblebee yeah, yeah, yeah. rocket launcher. And I I just beelined across this like canyon and um, got my horse to poop on the road, hid, (laughs) the car took off with the prisoner, spun out, um, knocked them all out. I in the prisoner out and then left. And yeah, I think I broke the level because the guards didn't know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I love the freedom of that. You can get your horse to poop. And yeah, it it knocks the guards out for like 30 seconds because they crashed their car. 'cause they skid out on the slippery poop. <laughs> that is ten out of ten, if I've been well, saying.
2: Well I don't I if, if you
0: <laughs> I don't think you will no, find no.
2: any other game where you can make your horse poop. So No. That's that's definitely something the game has in its favor.
0: Yep. But no I, I, I get your criticisms. Um I think Cliff you probably agree you kind of burnt out on the game a little bit, didn't you? Because of the repetitiveness.
1: Um yes no no it was it was it was more the fact that obviously you had to repeat stuff to open yeah. out missions repeat. yeah yeah but i did go back and obviously because i wanted to finish it because i wanted obviously i saw it out to the end i watched watch some of the end stuff on youtube because i love you know me i love metal gear but yeah yeah just section two was it chapter chapter two where you, to open each main mission, you had to do, like, either three side quests or repeat a main mission. I was just like, Ugh. if it's just got a core story, just let me play the core story. Like, don't lock stuff behind other stuff. That's, yeah, yeah. I've never been a fan of that.
2: <clears throat> and the thing is that, like, if you look at other Metal Gear, at least the one they play, I played, like, even if, again, even if they're not, like, I don't think they're, like, amazing game or anything, but, like, they are really well paced. Like, if you Even like 3, I really don't like 3, but like, I think 3 has lots of problems, but like, it gets to the point when you get, it sort of arrives to the point where you're sort of being bored of the core gameplay, and suddenly it changes up, it changes up, you're like infiltrating a laboratory while dressed as a doctor, and then you get a bit of something else, and then maybe you get a bit of a more actiony bit, and then you get a, a, again a bit of a more exploratory bit, and there, it, I, I think there has always been like a strength of the series, like, they know how to pace the story so that when you're tired of a thing then they change it up and you're doing another thing uh, well this seems like this seems like just never does this that's that this seems like it never does that as far as i've played it and it's uh yeah. i, I don't know it's not really my thing i guess
0: I, I can i can understand that yeah pacing is very different in five 'Cause it's not as a, it's yeah, it's not presented as a as a movie like the other ones are. It's presented as do you do your thing.
2: Yeah, it's as a syncret but with like horse poop.
0: Yep. Which is great.
2: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that if, if 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 someone said, Do you want to play as a with horse poop? I would probably say yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so now now you need to go play it and get your Get your horse to poop on a road and watch someone skid out. It is brilliant. <laughs> it is fun um, yeah, sure, uh cliff
1: hmm really talk about Hellblade? <laughs> Let's do this um do you, do do you want to start us off uh, um, have okay. you, have you How much have you played
0: Like. Right. um not as much as I'd like. I'm probably about an hour and a half, two hours in right, okay. Have you finished it already?
1: No, I've just, uh, well, there's, the only way I can say about ruining the story, do you know like there, there's a bit where you, you, there's two doors that you need to go through? Yeah, I've done up. the first door. I've done the first door and I've done a bit of the second door. Okay.
0: Which door did you go? With? The red one? The, the crow?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was just drawn, I'm yeah. always drawn left for some reason. I don't know why. Well, <laughs> I I chose right because I like to be,
0: to be difficult, uh, I guess. And then you, we're kind of jumping ahead, but yeah, you, there's runes, you know, those, those kind of um, stone runes that you get that kind of give you history and story, Norse mythology. Yeah, I found the first one in the right, the right room and saw that it was like I'd missed five, so I was like, okay, I'm going left. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I went back, I backtracked. But anyway, Hellblade.
1: Yeah, um, take it take from the top anyway. Let's start at the top.
0: Yeah. Uh, Davide, do you are you aware of this game?
1: I know of the controversy
2: behind it. I'm not, I don't know anything else about the game.
0: Uh, uh, I've kept an eye on this game for a year or two. I actually brought this up on this podcast in the early days of just me and Cliff. Um, mm. I think I first brought it up with the episode CJ guested on. Yeah, we've been following this for a while. Um, It's... It's done by Ninja Theory, uh, who brought us Was it Heavenly Sword and Journey. Um, yeah, is it Journey? Mm. That's what's called. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so interesting games. Uh, they were and from what I stand, this, this is the Enslaved Journey Europe. to
2: the West, do you mean?
0: Yes. Yeah, that one. Because yep.
2: Journey is a whole another game. <laughs> <enough> again, <yes. laughs> which I don't <laughs> think
0: fits into the over no. of Ninja Theory. <laughs> yes. Thanks for thanks for for correcting me. <laughs> um, Journey to the West. One um yeah, but it, this is I believe this is self published like they actually it's this is the indie game they've kind of just done doing it on their own, they haven't got any big support, and so they've been working on it in a while, and it is a game I believe the main character is is uh Celtic, but it's yes. like being pulled through the viking world um through through Viking invasions and pillagery uh and it's a, it's a third person, I guess, action puzzle game. Yeah, but it's very visceral and bl- real, like it, But it's it follows uh Senua, That's how you say her name, I believe, Senua. the character, mm. and she is plagued and struggling with extreme psychosis and mental illnesses. And so, the, a lot of the gameplay is around what she is seeing in her reality uh, and yes. not what's not, might not necessarily be there. And it's tied in with a lot of uh, the Norse mythology and gods. Um, and the, I guess the craziness somewhat of the Norse mythology and what they get yeah. up to. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's, I'd be really impressed with with this game. Uh I was I had reasonable high hopes for it and I was intrigued by what they were doing, but it's so it's I said visceral, it's so real and and believable. I was in the the just the opening sequence uh starts with um Senua, I guess paddling a hollowed-out log like down a stream, yeah. like a very boggy type stream. Uh and it's and I actually was. You can look. Only thing you can do is look. You can change your camera slightly. And at one point, I actually looked up, like physically looked up to my right, because it, it felt so real. Like the audio was so good, the visuals were so good. I almost felt like I was in VR. Like <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of instinctively looked up to try and yeah. look to my right on the character. And it's uh, and it was. I had like <laughs> that's weird. Like why did I do that? But I only can put it down to how good the audio is and how So good
1: so are, are you audio's. playing with? Uh, headphones, headphones yeah 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 because yeah, yeah. every person that I've or obviously who said oh, I'm going to pick this up and play it," I've said to them outright play with headphones it even says it on the the top screen yeah, yeah. play with headphones because obviously they have because um, I don't know whether we mentioned it, obviously out because of her psychosis she hears voices multiple different mm-hmm. voices good bad supporting some her her own some other voices she hears a lot of voices but the Ninja Theory have uh, implemented a very fantastic piece of audio, which they call binaural audio, which is, it's a very, very clever 3d audio trick. And it's fantastic. If you want to check it out and how it works, you can go to YouTube and try, uh, search binaural, uh, barbershop, and then put your headphones in and listen to that and close your eyes. And you honestly, you you feel like you're there because of the positioning in the audio is spectacular because when they record it, what they do is it's a special set of headphones that the person wears, like a person, or you have it, and then the people move around and record, and instead of just recording the audio, it actually records the position and space where that audio is coming from. So when they get all the audio recorded and the people were standing there and over there and talking and whatnot, the position is recorded as well. So when you're listening to it, if someone's talking to send you out in say deep in her mind, and it sounds like it's coming from over the back right from behind you, the main voice can be coming from in front of you, and that position you can fully hear that. And yeah, it was such a it's big, very thing impressive. This. it's very impressive because obviously, like I, I I'm an audio engineer, and I know what like, I was trained to do that and nerd. just hear a nerd. Yeah. Here, it's so nice. I Like, you know, I really like audio in a game is a big thing for me. It can make or break games for me. And oh, for sure. I'm, I've am been so blown away by the quality and just the outstanding nature and of the audio of this game. The binaural audio all sits so well with also the sort of very sort of atmospheric soundtrack that goes with it. Oh, heck yeah. Spectacular. <laughs> question
0: for you um mm. is it would it be better to have a surround sound headset or is this the standard kind of no. gaming headset right here,
1: here, here's he's a little bit of audio engineer knowledge for you. surround sound headsets surround sound headsets are bullshit and a fucking waste of money <laughs> right because the way surround sound systems work when you're sitting in your in your room they give you positional sound don't they because it puts it around you but when you're wearing headsets, you got a headset in, how many ears do you have? You've only got two, uh, haven't I you? Checked, two. two. Yeah, yeah. So why yeah. do you need eight separate speakers? It can't position audio cuz the cups are so close to your head, there's no way to perceive position. The only way of perceiving position is fake surround, which these headphones do. It's it's pretend, it's not real or true binaural audio. Binaural audio is you've only got two is left right stereo you you hear it in stereo surround yep. sound systems work because they put because the sound it's physically positioned, it's physically positioned. Yeah. yeah surround yeah. sound headphones are a gimmick to make you spend lots of money and they don't yep. it's it's all faked they and you can fake that on regular standard stereo headsets if all you need to buy if you want virtual surround buy a virtual surround USB dongle which just plugs in and it'll do it for you. Don't go spending hundreds of pounds on them; they're not worth it. But there, Interesting. You, go. Well, it, but there it, you
0: go. I've just got a standard stereo, and I just thought yeah. I'd ask that question. Absolutely, always um, standard it's, stereo. It's fantastic. Just mm. my headset. I don't have a fancy headset. It's like a Playtronics like five hundred or something, like an mm. eighty-dollar headset, and it's it just sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I, it makes the game very intense, and mm. it's almost hard to play for a long time because you. You feel yes. like accosted yes. at times, almost. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I'm, I'm tired. Like I played for an hour, and I, I'm recording it as well, so that adds extra kind of stress as well. It is,
1: but I just very tense. Uh, it yeah. really is, and the binaural audio really, really adds to that tenseness. And when that first scene you're talking about, when you're going down the river, and you've got all these different voices talking to you, and the main voice says to you, I'm going to come a bit closer and you can hear the voice coming in. And she says, I'm going to be a bit louder to try and uh, overcome the other voices so you can hear me more clearly. And she gets right up close like this to the microphone. And I was getting tingles down my arms because it felt like yeah. someone was there whispering in my ear.
0: Well, oh, it so does. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I'm. Yeah. It's, it's very impressive. Um, Oh, was it gonna get and as you said, like the visual kind of ties in that so well. Yes. They do um sorry, we'll you out of the conversation, uh, David Day, sorry. Um,
2: I haven't played the game, so we'll
0: one. try not to spoil it for you. Uh it, it,
2: I, you... I I don't believe in spoilers, so if that's okay, a okay, word for your audience, that's fine, but I don't particularly
0: care. Cool. <laughs> um have you have you seen or played the game Quantum Break? Uh no xbox game um well for well, those who have um it, it does a similar thing with the visuals as well so it's not only is it the audio kind of a bit crazy and, mm. and and messes with your mind the visuals do kind of like that screen breaking um kind of not quite as far as quantum break did it but uh to to a certain level um so you'll see images i guess shadowed like one 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 that sticks out my mind is when you're running i was running past like a a torch like a big like a fire like lit up yeah and you see the torch maybe 10 50 10 meters in front of uh, a trail Mm. but then like in just in front of your face like just in front of the screen there's like a big kind of like reflection of it um and then there's like a multiple behind it so it's like kind of breaks the visuals as well a very disorientating um and that, I guess that ties into some of the game. One of the main gameplay puzzle mechanics I've come across is uh, spatial shifts within like no time at all. Like you walk through around a tree and the environment's changed subtly. Mm. I just think it's a fantastic mechanic and how slick and well it works within this game.
1: Yeah, it's caught me off guard sometimes as well. I've had to sort of go in and out and be like oh what's changed? aha I see yeah. It's very slick. Like there's one small puzzle I won't I won't sort of but the it, it, it you go through like and it takes away a part of a wall and then you yeah. have to do a little thing and go back and then it replaces the wall so you can then go uh, It's very clever. Oh yeah, that
0: was cool. Very clever. Yeah, you've got to do it, and it builds. It does your kind of uh, okay. This is how you're going to learn. It does like the witness kind of thing, or even how souls deal with um, tutorials. It says this is the mechanic. Learn it. Okay, that was easy. Now do it with this extra like uh, element to make it harder, and then it, it just builds on that. And I really like that feature. So you start off with just one visual trick that you're trying to work with, and then by the end you're doing four or five. Uh, environmental um, Houdini moves and making walls disappear and appear. <laughs> um, yeah, I really, liked, I really liked how it built on itself. Um, yeah. Um,
1: what do you think of the combat? I, I really like it. So do I. I, love it. I think it's really tight. Really, con- considering what the game is, as I say, it's mainly sort of a more adventure puzzle game but when yep. combat comes it's very very tight very responsive it's, it's it's it can be extremely tense because where the camera is so close to Senua like it's real close um when you're fighting one person it's okay but if you've got two or three people around whew, it's hard to keep track. Yep. The I I find the only way like it's a good way of keeping track is listening to the voices in yes. your head. Cause they warn you. Like if you listen carefully, like if someone's coming up behind you, that they'll, they'll say, quick, dodge, block. There's someone behind you. Like you just need yep. to if you listen carefully because there is no UI in this game, is there? So No, yeah. That your voices basically become your UI. Which is very cool because, like, they even say, Oh, she's hurt. Oh, she can't, she's got to get up. Like, they yep. oh.
0: yeah. That's, that's, and also the enemies have audio cues as well. Mm-hmm. So you can actually yeah. hear them as they go to swing. Yeah. Um, so you can actually dodge without visibility, you can't see them, which is cool. Um, But yeah, that's a good point because there is no UI, there's no health bars. Mm. You can tell how bad an uh, enemy is hurt by the actual stance and how they're reacting to you they'll start clutching their side and moving slower because they're about to die and that's cool but also as you say the health bar is the the voices in your head they're telling you it's almost almost dead get them and they they warn you they tell you so you know that it's nearly dead so one more hit will do it and yeah um i really like that this game is designed to be immersive Mm -hmm. and it seems for me so far it's it's got that 100% and to the point where there's no button prompts. No, not. I've never one. once had the game tell me you need to push this button, and I like that mm-hmm. because it ties in with how the game feels and plays. But I've never yes. needed that. No, because of my. I guess. The, I guess the developer the, they must have thought about this. They must have had team meetings about the, this idea. Do we need to put an X prompt, X button prompt on the screen? Um, and I'm glad they haven't, no. because they're treating me as a gamer. Mm-hmm. I've played other games before. If I walk up to a ladder,
1: I know, to press X. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. And the good thing is, so if the, you go into the controls as well, they allow you to happen. map it. You can map it for yourself. So, yep. It's you just go in there, map your controls. Like I, I sort of mapped them here and there, and then that was it. I knew, I knew what I needed to press. So. But yeah, it doesn't, the game doesn't hold your hand at all. It wants you to just play.
0: Well, See, that, that first fight that it makes you fight, the tutorial kind of section. Yeah. I hadn't actually seen the, the button menu, because that is in the menu. It's just a, it'll tell you In the menu, it will tell you what yeah. the pause menu, what the buttons do for, for combat and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen those, but I instinctively tested the buttons and worked out how to dodge and how to fight. Without anybody telling me, and I really, really like that. Um,
1: which is yeah. which is kind of interesting as well, because you can, we uh, because she, you cannot draw your sword or fight without no. the when you're not in combat, you can't sort of just roll around swing, and sword. swing yeah. your sword around pointlessly. It it's very. The game knows what it wants you to do, and like. Yeah, it doesn't let you do that until it's time. Until it says, right, well, okay, now it's time for you to fight. You don't need to at the moment. You don't need to be swinging your sword around aimlessly. You need to be concentrating yeah. on this. Da, 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 da.
0: Yeah, that that, that <clears> makes <throat> me think of like I've enjoyed recently. I've kind of been burnt out on these big triple A games, these big open world games, and yeah, that are trying to be super kind of immersive and realistic. And I've really enjoyed my very gamey games like yeah. um Splatoon and um and these yeah, little little arcade games and indie games I've been playing. I've actually enjoyed the flip side of this and how real it is, because there is actually very little gaminess to this game, if that makes sense. If if you can use gamey as a descriptive word, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think I know what you mean you know what I mean. Um yeah. yeah. It's it's it's
1: really good. <laughs> It's, um, well, as I said the other day, like this, this game really hits me quite hard. It has hit me hard, and I, so far for me, this game is an absolute masterpiece. For me, it's it's a masterpiece. Yeah. I haven't played anything like this in a long while. I'm absolutely drawn in by it, and I can't wait to continue playing. And I just hope I f- fingers crossed that that dreaded mechanic doesn't catch up with me at the end of the game because I will cry. <laughs> well,
0: I, I just find it I find it funny how people... Yeah, um, and I understand that would be frustrating. But also what I enjoy, what I understand with the game I've played so far is that it is a puzzle-based game. Mm. The first
1: time through is, is going to be longer. Oh, yeah, um, but I, I've heard it gets... It can... By the end, it gets pretty intense, pretty full on. So yeah, and apparently, by the sounds of things, that mechanic doesn't really, it can't really come into play until the final portions of the game, anyway. Apparently, okay. So yeah, because I, 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 the first boss, I
0: failed two or three times. Hmm. Uh, um, I actually found that quite hard because it was it's quite long um and no health bar um and i didn't i didn't do as a mechanic in that get introduced in that fight that i didn't understand and so it took me the first two attempts to realize that I can actually do something to help the fight <laughs> um okay oh,
1: I'm trying to think what, what what the mirror oh no i've probably not done that one have I done that one? It's the crow. The crow mirror. I don't. I can't. I don't remember a mirror.
0: Yeah, you, there's, it's on her hip from the start. There's an iron mirror. It's like a yeah. copper-looking thing. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. in the in the first fight against the crow god. Um, it says use my mirror. Um, and I thought that was used it to see and find find the boss, not actually
1: use it against the boss. Uh. Um. I didn't know that either. I have no idea how I beat him then, because I swear I didn't use a mirror. <laughs> it, it's a all it does,
0: it's not too much of a spoiler, well, 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 but it's well, basically. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's a power that you can use. It freezes the enemy for a few few seconds.
1: Nope. Don't think I did didn't that. It. Nope.
0: <laughs> it, do, it does make that fight easier.
1: Oh, Come I fought for about, I was fighting that boss for about 15, 20 minutes.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a really intense fight, but it's great the way it does it. Like it's well, how, cinematic.
1: How, how, how the hell did you use? The, how did you use it? I have no idea. Like I didn't even know that existed.
0: Uh, did you? Do you remember seeing it glow? It starts glowing on your. I, hip. I,
1: I remember it glowing. Yeah, the thing on a hip glowing. Yeah, I remember that. But
0: yeah, yeah, it, it powers up the more like, the more you hit the enemy, it powers hmm. up, and then you can use it every uh, once it's powered up. How do you use uh, it? Uh, it's just a focus button.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, maybe I did then.
0: Um, yeah. The combat's great. I like the combat. It's very um, good, yeah, yeah. The the other things I want to bring about the game, it kind of uh to it's hard to explain games sometimes over uh, audio. <laughs> mm. Uh i'm getting alan wake feels the, the tension that the alan wake built with audio and visual like the shadows and the light and, yeah. and darkness No, um, I see. Has yeah. got, um I've, I've compared it to quantum break which is interesting because it's from the same developer um oh, quantum breaks same developer as alan wake yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> what other games oh i actually had a friend over the other night and i chucked it on oh, you got to check this game out and he played the first kind of um Know, it's half an hour. And uh, what was it? He, he kind of was like, oh, it's kind of like, it feels a bit like Resident Evil, the tension and stuff, like Resident Evil creates. <clears throat> mm. um, and the other one he, he kind of pulled it to is um, Shadow of the Colossus. He said it, okay. makes, it reminds him how he felt when he played Shadow of the Colossus, that kind of no kind of help, just go do a thing.
1: <laughs> um, mm, yeah, no, I see where he's coming from for sure.
0: Yeah I just thought it was interesting someone else's perspective um Yeah Very highly cool. recommend it
1: Yes Me too I, yeah it's uh Yeah as I said for me masterpiece I love it mm. I can't wait to see where it goes and I I really do want to unlock all the um the runes to get all the lore because I, I, the the guy who's the uh, the Irish the good sort of Irish voiced fella uh, if, that's another thing I wanted to mention as well. Do you know when you see him come on screen? Have you noticed that that's full motion video, and not graphic uh, computer graphics? It it's very I odd. It was. Yeah, it's yeah. very strange. It it makes it even more eerie, I think. Yeah, but I really like that guy's voice, so I'm quite happy to hear more of him.
0: Oh, he's to... great. Because yeah. And he tells the story. He tells his journey along the way as you start unlocking the ruins. And yeah, it's very cool. And I, um, I don't know if you you probably don't know this, but my, you know, my uh, online name is Vader van Odin, meaning the father of Odin. My son is literally actually called Odin. So I'm a bit of a fan (laughs) of Norse mythology. Um, I'm not, I'm not a scholar on it. And so it's really, I really enjoy hearing these, these legends and stories told of the Norse gods and, and and stuff um, because I'm familiar with some of them but it's just cool to hear them again and and learn more about a a different culture and different history well history mythological history (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, yeah very cool Um, very very cool oh yeah the eyes her eyes are amazing but also very creepy
1: but the thing is like I thought at first I was like ah that can't be have you seen the, 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 the girl who plays her She's one of the yep. development team and she does have those eyes. <laughs> they haven't done anything. She has those big, oh, yeah, yeah. beaming eyes. They're amazing eyes. Um,
0: yeah, no, it, the, the, what's good about it is I think it's because they are so, they actually act very human-like. Mm. Whereas games usually don't pull that off. And so it is a little, but I think that works towards the, uncomfortableness that is being presented in the game (laughs) because her eyes flicker and look around in fear like a human would. And so it has that kind of, um, yeah, it kind of uh, bridges the gap between Mm. video games and reality a little bit more than I've seen before. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's, um, again, for those who aren't aware, it's actually, it's full motion. Like she had cameras on her face. So the, the the motion of her eyes are actually captured, um, one for one, one for one. Yeah, that's right. So it's, and what's, uh, what's really cool is this is all done with GoPros and, and just your $100 lighting setup they bought from like Best Buy or something (laughs) like this is all done with stuff that anybody can go get. Yeah. To keep the budget down it wasn't no fancy hollywood studio it was done in it was done in the office like it's just so cool what they managed to achieve
1: because yeah and the game's really...
0: only 50 bucks new yeah. zealand like it's
1: 20 pounds or something yeah so 20 25 but yeah, yeah it's um it seems like a bit of a passive passion project for them and they've done such a good, great job of it um i can't see its praises anymore to be honest it's just brilliant Go yeah. play it, everyone, go play
0: it. Or I, I am doing a playthrough. So if you don't have a PS4 and you can't play it, you can feel free to watch me. The first episode, my mic played up, so I had is a chapter film- on PS4? Yeah, just PS4. Oh no, it's on Windows. It's on Windows. No. no, okay. Um Yeah, so I think it's Windows gaming or something. Um But it's not on Xbox, it is just console exclusive. Yeah, so it's on PlayStation 4 and Microsoft Windows. Which is a weird platform to have it on if it's not on Xbox. hmm
1: They yeah. always do that. They always put stuff on Windows if it's not going on Xbox. They do it all the time.
0: Well, it just seems like all Xbox games are are on Windows, so you'd, you'd think it would go the other way too. but. hmm well worth a play or a watch
2: Um, Uh, I think it's actually also on Steam it's uh, Hellblade was Sacrifice is it this one? yeah it it is is on
1: Steam yeah
2: oh
0: awesome
1: oh yeah because the the PC version looks stunning because that's the other thing graphics wise it's beautiful it is impressive yeah the PC version I've seen that on Ultra Textures blah 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 it looks gorgeous I bet it would
0: I bet it would (laughs) Because I'm guessing, uh, David, you're more of a PC gamer. Uh,
2: I mean, I don't own a console. It's not yeah. much, you know. It's not an allegiance. It's just a product of necessity. Yeah, no, no, so yeah, mm. fair
0: enough. Um, so yeah, so you you can get to this game if you choose to.
2: Yeah, I'm, I mean, you made you made me interested in it. Uh, it sounds very different from the other Ninja Theory stuff that I played, which wasn't. It is. Yeah, it wasn't anything. But like you made me really curious about it. I don't know if I will have the time to play it, especially because now I have like lots of stuff going on, but I do want to play it at some point.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: often make people on the Internet angry, and that's like the best thing <laughs> do.
0: Then maybe that's our title of this episode. People on the Internet being angry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's well worth a go. And it's uh, I, we didn't make that clear. From what I understand, it's not an extremely long game. Uh, and that's no. part of the reason why it's a cheaper price tag because it's not a 20 hour experience. It's like a nine to 10 hour. So, yeah, it's a lot more, um, I guess, easier to, to digest. Yeah. Awesome. All right. That's Hellblade. Thanks for being patient with us the other day. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, it's
2: been, a, it's it... been an interesting discussion. I, I loved hearing about it.
0: Good uh live, live listener. <laughs> uh, d- did you want to talk about Hearthstone? I actually went and played it last night, so I could at least know what you're talking about.
2: Uh, I mean, there's not much to say. I just like, uh, sorry, I was checking that my thing was still recording because if it wasn't, that would have been a problem. But it is still recording. <laughs> yeah, the new expansion came out, which is Rat, not Rat of the Lich King, like Knight, Knights of the Lich King whatever. Uh, no, I'm not so far, big. I'm not big far. into War, Warcraft lore, but it's about a no. uh, frost boy and his little boys <laughs> who become like frost zombies or something. Uh, and, and yeah, and like as with an old person expansion, I sort of just pulled an all nighter. And, and that's why I was a bit loopy and I slept at like 2 p.m. because I just because apparently like the Blizzard hates Europe, so while the US gets it like at two p.m. the expansion, we get it like at three a.m. So yeah, got to remain remain awake and play that. Um, Yeah, I mean Hearthstone is a game that I find really enjoyable. I love card games. I think they're they're always like they have like a very the nature of card of collectible card games in how they can be very modular and like do the sign through like through elements in the game rather than through the core mechanic I always found really interesting and this is probably the best expansion Hearthstone had in uh in like since the old gods but probably even better than that like they introduced new heroes that you can have like every character instead of like colors like in magic in Hearthstone you have heroes which are just like Warcraft dudes that you can choose and have different cards so they introduced the cards that change your hero and make it like in you know, a zombie boy. And now it's more powerful. <laughs> and they are like, they are really cool. Like they, they really feel fun and powerful to play. And they sort of nailed the feeling that even when something is not, you know, whatever, it's not super competitive, it's still like very fun to play. Like there's one of the hero just allows you to like take two cards from the game and mesh them together and make a bigger card and Make or of oh, crazy cool. combo. I mean, it's really difficult to talk about it in like in a more general sense because obviously I'm used. You know, when I talk about Hearthstone, usually it's just with people that play a lot of Hearthstone. Yeah. Uh, but I, you know, if for people that never tried it, I think this is probably the best moment to give it a try. Especially because you, if you start playing now, you get like a free uh, single-player adventure that they're releasing every week. Usually you have to pay for those, but like you get this one for free. Uh, you get like free legendary cards. They they just give you a bunch of shit for free. So then That's you cool. become like me and spend like hundreds of pounds on the game. Uh, yeah, I, I I just think so far it's uh, really really fun, and it's always fun when um, when a new expansion rolls out because. Usually after a while, like, the game just becomes settled and everyone plays, like, competitive decks or whatever. But, like, when something new comes out, everyone is playing crazy stuff and it's fun.
0: Nice. Yeah, so I I dabble in Hearthstone. I, I don't get into it too hard. I've never never done any of the one-player stuff because I'm not going to spend money on it.
2: Mm.
0: But, uh, yeah, I play... You can buy
2: of... them with coins.
0: Yeah, I've just never earned enough coins because oh, <laughs> so I, nice. en- I don't play enough. <laughs> um And I... Somehow I managed to get two accounts. I have one on my phone and one on, on the computer. So I ended up <laughs> splitting my earnings. Um, I was saving up towards trying one of them. But yeah, this time last night, I jumped in and played some of the, the Knights of the Frozen Throne. Um, and I was surprised I could play. Yeah, the one player. <laughs> and you just explained it. Did you enjoy it? it? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I enjoy Hearthstone. I was watching Voltron at the same time. So my attention was split. <laughs>
2: No, no that's that that's exactly me. Like that's my game that I play where I'm like doing
0: another thing. Yeah. Um, but no, it's it's good. Um it's interesting you say that this is a good time to jump in because the last update, I don't know how long ago it was, the last big expansion, I specifically heard someone saying who was a Hearthstone person, this isn't a good time to jump in because it was yeah, whatever um, Blizzard did made it worse for new players whereas that's it's good to hear that you think that but yeah
2: you know, the 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 last that. expansion like was they introduced a lot more of like class legendary which means it's very difficult if you're jumping in to just like get all the powerful cards or like get a card that you can use in a lot of decks yep. and that thing is still there but now they just improved how much free stuff they give you so they sort of balance it out
0: okay cool um but yeah, and again, like other.
2: I see, th- I think that like they did a really smart move of just putting like a free adventure in every expansion apparently that I will do, because that's a, just if you don't, you know, if you're not a competitive person, of if you, you know, if you if you're not ready to play against other people, it's really cool to just have like this free entry point that you can just play single player and like they're usually really fun like they put some very neat variances on the game like the single player stuff so i i'm it's really cool that they're, they're doing them for free and you also get like free packs when you complete them so that's cool
0: yeah that it's cool my son loves it as well we often play it against each other hmm. um i feel that
2: on. i feel i feel i feel like such a baby here like everyone has sons and it's <laughs> like
0: it's just the old man podcast. Like,
2: like, I can barely take care of myself and everyone has songs here.
0: It, don't worry, we can't either. That's <laughs> what we have Why <laughs> say, eh, Cliff? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's the old man cast. Um, oh, my <laughs> God. <Yeah.
1: laughs> uh, Cliff, when are you going to play Hearthstone? Um, I've tried Hearthstone, but I am absolutely terrible at it. Too 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 much too too much maths for my brain. I can't be dealing <laughs> with it. Yeah, I can't keep up with it. I'm terrible at Hearthstone.
0: I asked about UI, yes, in video games because I've been impressed with how, the, well, I guess the lack of UI and how they, <laughs> yeah. and so it was, I was thinking about that. Um, and so we asked the question, um, what's your favourite? Uh, UI, and what's your worst? Like, what's the worst worst example? So we've got some good and got some bad. Um, First off, uh, friend of the show, Pete Lawson, at MrWorry on Twitter. Um, He said, for me, most uh, MMORPGs have pretty awful UI. Rift and Final Fantasy 14 certainly do. Tons of of ugly, huge, and screen-obscuring panels. Mm. And then he goes on... Uh, Diablo 3 gets a lot right. Lots of choices that boost convenience and minim- minimize time spent in menus. Uh,
1: not that he hates time spent in menus.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, yes. can, I can certainly agree with that. Yeah, a lot of the uh, MMORPGs, they're just menus and stuff everywhere. And then sometimes you have to add even more if you want to be able to play the game efficiently. So you add like... Um, Third party sort of add ons and stuff, so you've got oh, so many, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> let, let me just find it. they got the, the, the World of Warcraft, where I used to play. Uh, wow, it just the amount of stuff we used to have on the screen was crazy. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, and I guess, uh, WD, you did well, you brought up UI. In our discussion, you'd even know what the question was. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So we got um, your answer. Middle gets old Five is one that you don't like <laughs> with all the menus. It,
2: it, 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 it's
0: just poorly designed. Like,
2: yeah. Uh, I, I, I like know. that he mentions Diablo Three, and like, uh, I think Diablo Three has a good UI. I think even better is the Torchlight Two UI, which is basically the same game world but lighter. Uh, yep. So yeah, that's also like a good. You're just taking those MMO tropes and just juicing them them. down to the just bare minimum needed. Yep.
1: Have a look look in the chat at that UI. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is. uh...
2: (laughs) 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 I'm pretty sure that like planes have more simple UI.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You can can fly
0: a helicopter with that stuff. It gets a
1: bit mad at times. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that doesn't look fun to me. It looks stressful. It yeah, it can be stressful. <laughs> That's why I quit World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. Right. Well the next one. It's like one... a meta
0: game. You you spend enough yeah. time just playing the menus to to play the game. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean that it's very interesting how this game sort of just expand into this like huge formless blob because my experience with world of warcraft is like playing an hour and just passing that whole hour shooting the same laser to the same enemies and like (laughs) i cannot even imagine how that turns to this
1: uh yeah
0: yeah it's it's nuts all
1: right kiff take us away uh next one is from the lord of likes he says my favorite ui is in dead Space." where it's integrated entirely into the game and adds to the immersion. I don't mind regular UI, though. Yes, uh, very true. The UI, obviously, in Dead Space is your health is on your suit. Uh, Your map and things is like a hologram projector that you kind of pop up in front of you. That UI was very nicely integrated into the game, very clever, and it's all thematic to the game. Yeah, very, very good. I agree on that.
0: Oh, yeah, because it does the um, augmented reality. The menu is it like it pops? It's like supposed to be popping in front of the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, oh, the division. I really liked how they implemented it as well. It was the the augmented reality menus were really cool. Um, yeah, it's cool when games do that. All right, David, do you want to take the next Again, one? Okay. Yeah. Sure.
2: Uh, amazing Baron Badger on Twitter at Ninja Badger Seven. Mm. The worst UI by far is the PS3 menu. No idea where anything is. Easy to go to the wrong sub menu. I genuinely think it was designed for drunks. Oh, designed by drunks. For uh, drunks. Maybe also designed for drunks. <laughs> is the I don't know. is is the PS3 menu the XBM like the cross shaped one? Right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I would call that the worst, mostly because the PS3 also has the PSN menu and the PSN interface is like, (laughs) doesn't make any sense. It's like a modern art sculpture that they decide to make a store out. (laughs) I'm not saying that the XNB or whatever, the PS3 main interface is good or anything because it's like weird. But it's not the PSN interface and that's like by comparison that makes it better.
0: <laughs> so it's not the worst. But I, I responded to that and asked him if he tried the Xbox One UI, because that's definitely the worst. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I never had a problem with the PlayStation 3. Cliff?
1: Yeah, Andy?
2: it's uh I get what he's saying in that it has a lot of unnecessary subsection that things are divided into. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: I guess it's what you're familiar with. Yeah. Fair enough. Each to their own. <laughs> yeah. Uh, regent of retweets at Centenaut Plus, of The Show. I'm a fan of non-intrusive UI. Where it is built into the in game universe, such as with Dead Space, or acknowledging the nature of the game, as with Near Automata and the way the game handles menus as an internal system. My least favorite UI currently isn't a game, but rather the interface for the Xbox One. Very slow and clunky, not friendly at all. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah the the Neo automata was very cool like it was just your typical game menu but the fact that it had like, kind of game um it kind of uh, implied uh, interacted with the actual story and the, your character i thought was really cool that it was kind of like your operating system for your android was kind of nice there's um
2: there's uh this is not related but just you talking about game that relate UI to the gameplay made me, reminded, reminded me of, uh, Year Walk, which is a game that we are played for out advanced text and the episode will probably come out in like a month or something, but whatever. Uh, but like that does like a really smart thing with the UI where at some point you have to follow some like tracks of blood and they lead to a button in your UI. And that's really fucking cool. <laughs> so, so like, you end, you end up following these tracks, and they end up like you end up looking up and you look at one, you know, one of your menu button in UI, and now it's like dripping blood. So, you like click on that and you find the clue that you need in there. That's really cool. Uh, okay, cool. Year work is yeah, a I really like... good game. I talked about how we usually play very bad games, but year work is like a really fun game. Cool. That was a total aside, sorry.
0: That's all right. It's still about UI. That's what we're here for. <laughs> Cliff, was you still around? Yes. Good.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: uh, I think you're up. Oh, is it me? Is it? Uh, what is it? Uh, May, Sinclair. May Sinclair. Uh Favourite UI experience is customizable. I like UI when I'm learning a game and then disable it all as I play along. In the end, I want no UI on screen, I should say. Then the best ones allow only one or few button presses to jump to the menu you need. Yes, very much agree. I'd like to be able to, once you learn the game, get rid of a lot of UI and be able to turn it off. That would be very nice.
0: Well, yeah, a lot of us thinking about um, Hellblade, how it's got no UI, there's no health bars, and how different that is, but it works really well. And then it made me think about all these um, Dark Souls players who turn it off, who turn off health mm. bars and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm actually thinking about maybe trying a playthrough of doing that with no boss health bar because that, it, not having that health bar watching may actually help be better, <laughs> I guess.
1: Possibly, yeah, because you'll concentrate yeah. on what's going on more than keep looking at the health bar i,
2: I yeah. like the point about allowing to disable the ui because uh, a really big problem of games without ui like not having a UI, especially you know whatever in triple a games again you talked about hellblade how you can see that the enemies are wounded and stuff and that is great but that is like sort of expensive but like a big problem is that you need the ui to explain to the player what's going on and i think in fact, she made actually a really smart point about allowing to disable the UI when the player is at, the, at a point where he can actually realize what's going on and doesn't need that indication anymore.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Very good, cool, cool point. All right, have a day.
2: Oh, sorry. I, yeah, I'm not used to this. Uh, Michael Pran, sorry if I mispronounced that, uh, Pran, I'm not bothered oh, okay. by I'm not bothered by even the worst UIs. Where whoop, uh, what I love is a UI that is themed and has a place in the game, like the Pip Boy from Fallout. I agree. The Pip Boy from Fallout is cute and good.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I think we're all in consensus. If it ties in with the game universe, mm. it's always at its best.
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just makes the game feel more like organic and stuff. It just makes everything fit together more nicely. Like you know, it's not it's not a problem when the UI is just a menu, and sometimes you just want it to be functional. But like, if you manage to pull it off together, it's just a bit nicer.
0: Yeah, agree. Um, and to finish us off, we've got a question from a listener, John Gamble. Um when we thought we'd take the time to answer this. Uh he asks, Hey, hey there guys. I'm sure this has been discussed before, but I'm a relatively new listener. Welcome. So I would I wouldn't know. How did the name Dark Insight come to be?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, That's a fairly, yeah, it's a fairly easy one to answer, actually. Uh I've been asked this a few times because I've never really we've never really talked about it on the show, to be honest. When I first started this show, it was just moi. Just me. And it originally started out as just a pure FromSoft. It was it was when I started it, it was gonna be a From Soft podcast. So obviously it's Dark Insight, obviously Dark Souls and Insight from Bloodborne. So Dark Insight. And that's that's pretty much where it came from. But then obviously I realised that there's a lot of other podcasts out there that do that sort of thing and that's where Vader jumped on and we just decided to make it a general gaming chit-chat podcast. And I still quite liked the name because sort of uh, I have quite of a heavy metal style. So it's kind of dark and <laughs> we give you insight into games. So I just decided, yeah, we'll, we'll leave it. I have over time discussed with the other guys about changing the name, but everyone thinks it's cool. So we just left it in the end and it stayed it as works. it is. Hmm. Awesome. Yeah. That is us. <laughs> that is us. Yes.
0: Um. Well. Well, guys, I think this wraps us up. Yes. It's been a great chat, actually. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, it's been fun. Um. We'll start off uh with our guest. You mentioned it at the top of the show. Uh. But Davide, do you want us to tell people where people can find you if you want to be found and where that can happen?
2: Sure. You can follow me on Twitter at Davide A Fiandra. Just one word davideafiandra.itch.io is where you can find my game. AutoAdvancedTexts.com is my gaming podcast, and GoingDigitalPodcast.com is my weird Digimon Dark Souls <laughs> podcast.
0: That sounds fun. Yeah.
2: It's uh, um, it's unique. We invited Jeremy to talk about incest in one of the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> you you can you can listen to that if you want to. <laughs>
1: Good old very Jeremy, good. very good. And Cliff, Cliff, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Cliff underscore goldsmith. Uh, you can get me on YouTube and Twitch under Decrepit Gaming. Awesome. That's Decrepit with a D, because I, sp- I spell it weird. I spell it the old way. Uh, I don't know. There was two ways to spell it. Well, it's de- it's Decrepit, isn't it? But I spell it I Decrepit. Know. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 I the, don't even much.
2: know what that word means. Uh,
1: <laughs> decrepit. It, it's it's like rotten, old, falling to pieces. Something like that. House is decrepit. Yeah. 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 Just like I would me. Go D. I am I, yep, decrepit. But, the... <laughs> but decrepit with a D is the old, very old spelling. But no, I never sp- spells it that way anymore. Old as best. Yeah. just like us Cliff <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: and I am Vader Van Oden um, I have been your bad host of to for today and yeah you can find me at Vader Van Oden dot com uh, it's got my links to my Twitter and the YouTube I do with my son and my other podcast which is about uh awesome kung fu movies Uh yeah so that's that's been episode 72 thank you for listening Uh leave us a a little review on iTunes uh, would be much appreciated. Uh, it helps helps the show, and and we'd like to hear from you. So thanks again once listening, and we will. Uh, I guess you'll hear from us next week. Bye bye.
1: Goodbye. Uh-huh. Bye bye.